Your inner geek wants to come out and play. But where to go? Join Vernon Wells, the ultimate club where you and your fellow geeks can hang out, play games, and just nerd out 24-7. Whether you love RPGs, video games, or are just a major fan of sci-fi and geek culture, Vernon Wells has something for everyone. Let your geek flag fly at Vernon Wells. Sign up today and see for yourself. VNW.club. That's VNW.club. Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend in Fuego. Across from me, she's back. It's Vicky Barcelona. Hi. We've got the show's namesake. It's BJ Shea. I should be gone. Yes, no. Yes. It's a full house because All Joey right. Dees is running the board. Woo! Hey, Joey we made it. <laughs> On today's show, we will uh, talk a little bit about some shows that have some newsworthy things. I'll talk with Gareth Von Kallenbach about what Netflix is trying to do versus other streaming. And of course, the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, how can people get a hold of us? Get a hold of us via our website, bjgeeknation.com. It's got yeah. our blog, podcast, and more. <laughs> or just BJ Geek Nation If you, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube And you can also listen to us on Radio.com and iTunes Yes, and if you are with Apple Podcasts Make sure and leave us a review Hit that five star And then write down something in that review Tell us why you love this show Because A, we love to see those things And also B, maybe we'll read it on the old podcast Yeah, uh, this is something that we're going to ask a lot of We don't ask a lot of any <laughs> Of you, because you know we, you know we, we just give you this podcast for free. But here's Absolutely. what here's what we're noticing, and and I'm guilty of this myself is that I don't always say good things about things I love. I tend to say bad things about things I don't love, especially in the nerd community. That's a big thing. And here's the thing: our podcast. There's a couple of reviews on there that I want to get off there, and the only <laughs> way you can do it is by getting good reviews on there because these reviews really aren't very fair. It's like two people got mad at a couple of podcasts they listened to that featured somebody who's not even on our podcast anymore and it's not reflective of what we do at all because you listen to us we never talk politics we don't care but there was a dude that every once in a while for some reason he just said you know what forget the geeky stuff I'll talk politics and so those people tuned in heard that one guy who's not even hasn't been with us for almost a year now and that's all they said about our day I mean of all the podcasts we do it's like really you're going to judge us on the one thing that you and so yeah it's that the 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 squeak squeaky wheel gets and we can't get rid of the review so if somebody goes and checks us out to say, hey, I heard about BJ Shea's Geek Nation. It really is a disservice to the guys who do the Board Game Alliance. It's a disservice mm-hmm. to what we do every day, and we can't get rid of it. So the only thing we do is bury it because it is so not indicative. You've listened to us. You know we don't care about politics. We just care about geeky stuff. Yeah. We're kill these comments with kindness, people. Yeah. <laughs> so That's a good way to put that. Yeah. It, we are, I'm going to be begging and I'm going to be asking for a while because it's the only process. Go to Apple and, and go to you know the, the Apple iTunes and do it yeah, that way. Yeah, yeah, It's just Apple Podcasts now. Yeah, Apple it's Podcasts. It's super easy to find. It's on every one of your, your Apple devices. Yeah, and so please do that. That would be so helpful to us because it sucks when people leave a review and it's not indicative of the full mm-hmm. experience and you go, you know what? You you should listen to more than just one podcast and and, and not and judge us. It's like, I'm not, I wasn't even on the podcast they listened to, so it's not even the one I ever do. Yeah. And it really irritates me. It's like, you know, we do three, we do three, a, we do three a week plus the Board Game Alliance is four a week. Yep. 
and you listen to one that was done that was done over, like about a year ago, and that's what you're going to judge us on. That kind of sucks. So it, it does help us out, people. Yep, exactly on that. And uh, uh, just a five star. Leave some reviews. Tell us what if, you love about it, and uh, you know maybe we will read it if you're clever. Yeah, if you're clever, if you're fun with it, I'll read it. I think that would be fun if somebody would say like, "Let's see if I can do one that gets read," because we'll <laughs> we'll reward you and make you a star of this fine podcast. Make you a star. Yeah, because uh, that would be awesome. Thank you. That that's a big favor you could do for us. Uh, let's talk a little news items with some uh, television shows. This was an interesting one. Well, you know what? I'm not too surprised. I did manage to watch the first episode of this. I know BJ is a little bit farther ahead than me, and of course, Vicky has already finished the series. Oh, of course she has. Yeah, Rotten, it was an Tom- accident. Rotten Tomatoes has certified the boys fresh yes. at a steady 77% as of this recording. 8.9 on IMDb. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, uh, they're just, they're, it's it's a great, great show. I'm only two episodes in. I'm savoring it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to binge it because I don't want it to be over. It, it's one of those, like, <laughs> after every episode, it's like, crap. Like, I was like, I want to take my time, too. I was like, I don't, I don't, need, to, I don't need to binge it. I'm going to take my time. But I sat there yesterday because I finished it yesterday. I was like, but I really want to know what happens after this. What, yeah. What's going to happen? Well, like, and, I need, was... and it was bugging me all day. <laughs> I was like, but I mean, it's not that big a deal. It's like, a, it, and it's like, I finally turned it on. I'm like, I'm going to watch it. We watched the first episode, the wife and I, and I wasn't too sure how she'd feel about it because if you don't know, uh, they're they're touting the boys as the the uh, the thing that you want to watch if you have superhero fatigue. If you're tired of the superheroes being the goody two shoes, blah blah blah. I feel like it's the Superman fatigue, like the yeah, goody two shoes. Yeah, vibe. yeah, the Boy Scout sort of thing yeah. along those lines. This upends it in the most R-rated. Hilarious ways, but I wasn't too sure how the wife was going to feel about it. So we're like, well, we'll just watch the first episode, see how she feels. We watched it a little bit later. So I wanted to go into the next episode right away. It was too late, unfortunately, past the bedtime sort of thing. And yeah, she loved it as well. So it's not going to be one of those ones where I can just binge by myself. It's mm-hmm. gonna, it's going to be a good family viewing show. And it's a quick watch because it's only eight episodes. Yeah, which I love. Which is perfect. That's now. Why I'm savoring it, man. Yeah, it's. It, it's almost the perfect balance between what uh, the big shows were doing, like the big network shows that have like 22 episodes or 24 episodes versus like what they do in like with the BBC in Britain and stuff like that, where they're usually like six episodes mm-hmm. and they're done. Like it's a good balance between those. And I yeah. think you guys were saying uh, when like a week ago or something when I wasn't here that it has been renewed for season two. Yeah. 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 Yes, awesome. it has. Which I'm excited for. Yeah. This, this could be the best prime show in my opinion, out there. this really? I've heard some people, I mean, look, I know Prime's got some really good shows on there, mm-hmm. uh, but I th- some people are calling it like it's a Game of Thrones for superheroes. It has that, it's, it's mm. it can Having be Having only vibe-y. watched the first episode, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I, it's I love it. It's faster than Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones was a much more extensive universe, and actually, in the comics, the boys universe, there was a lot, they make references in the show of the different you know, groups, and we do meet some characters, but I feel like in the comic books, we got to fe- hear and see more of the different... I think they'll drop like, them in. D and B. I think yeah. so, too. But, I like, the universe is extensive, but not mm-hmm. right off the get-go. Yeah, yeah which makes sense. I mean, yes. in episode two, I still haven't met the full cast of the boys. And, and uh-huh. in episode one, I only met one character of the boys. Exactly. Uh, and, well, I, I guess two, really, when you think about it, only because, yeah. you know, if Huey, you know the comic book. Yeah, yeah. Huey and Butcher. Yeah, uh, but that is... So there are still more 
are people that I haven't met uh, mm-hmm. two episodes in. I feel like they're going to drop, 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 drop because there's so much going on in, the, it, in the graphic novel that it could really be that extensive. And they did change up the way they do a few things, and it's one of those, like, I don't want to say because I don't, don't spoil, spoil it. Anything. Don't do it, Vicky. Um, but uh, I'm curious to see what you guys think because you read the book I uh, know a long time ago so you kind of forgot a that's lot of the, the main thing things. is like if they change anything up my brain like I don't know if this is exactly how it happened but okay I like it I'm, yeah I'm, I'm kind of cool with it I'm kind of like that too but there's some bigger things you're like oh okay well they're not doing it that way okay that you'll makes have to sense. tell me if in case I forget yeah so once you guys finish it I'll tell you what I'm thinking I will tell you that Anthony Starr or Anthony Starr uh, Anthony Starr who plays Homelander is fantastic oh he's God. basically the Superman guy yeah yes. he is so good oh he's so good he, if you if you love Dread or maybe Star Trek, uh, Carl Urban yes. is fantastic in this. I didn't realize because I was like, that's an interesting accent. He's a New Zealander. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. I didn't even yeah. realize that. I thought yeah. he was an American dude. And so I was like, I was like, where is he going with accents? I'm not I'm quite sure you, what's going on with this. Australia, New Zealand, and England, they seem to always <laughs> be our American characters, damn it. But this time, Carl Urban's actually playing a guy who's not supposed to be an but, American. But you uh, mentioned the uh, people playing an American. We We've got Simon Pegg in this yes. <laughs> as uh, Huey's father. So weird to hear him with an American accent. It's I'm strange. Glad, I'm glad he's doing the American accent because I feel like if he was doing his British accent, he always sounds much younger to me with his accent. Mm-hmm. Maybe because I've seen him in so many different roles and not being fatherly. Yeah. So if he was British, Simon Pegg, it'd be, oh, you're too young to have a son that old. <laughs> and this actually sounds like... It balances out in my head. And for folks that don't know, the irony of this, and it's a it's a fun story, uh, Derek Robertson, and you'll see his name in the credits because he was the one that drew yeah. uh, the boys. Uh, Derek Robertson was looking for somebody to base Wee Huey on. And so he was like, ah, you know what? He, he watched a couple of things and he said, oh, here's this guy. Nobody's probably going to know him. So I'm going to base Wee Huey off him. He had no idea that Simon Pegg was about to blow up as a really iconic <laughs> character and also a big geek guy. And so, so all of a sudden, Simon is reading this book, and you—I mean, it is him. You, yes. Simon's realizing this guy looks just like me, and eventually he contacted the book and said, "Hey, look, I, I just want you to know my name is Simon Pegg. I love it, and it's amazing how much the guy looks." And 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 then Derek Robertson had to basically yeah. cop to the idea. Simon, I did base him on you, but I I, I didn't realize you'd blow up as big as you are. And Simon <laughs> goes, "No, you. This is a huge compliment because I love the boys. Like, Thank you." Yeah, and I when I read the comic, I, the one I read had the forward in it by Simon Pegg. Yeah, it was so. How and cool it was, was that? And it was literally because they watched Spaced. Yes. And it was like, and if you've never watched Spaced, it was the first project that had Nick Frost, Simon Pegg, mm-hmm. and Edgar Wright as a yes. team together. And it, so good. And it holds up. Yeah, es- watch it. Especially if you're not a fan of the prequels to Star Wars. It's a, it's a great, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, you know what? I, Space reminds me of the new Crashing, and if you and, and if you haven't oh, seen- Oh, and that's a great show, yeah, too. Yeah, it's very updated, I think. It's, a, it, it's what Crashing is today, I would say back in the- in, in the 90s and two aughts yeah. you know, 2000 aughts it's, it, and it, they're both really amazing and of course they're British of course they're both amazing shows and so yes uh, The Boys is certified fresh people mm-hmm. are loving it like we said they're getting a second season oh I didn't realize yeah. that Homelander he, uh, the actor Anthony Starr he's from New Zealand so they're oh, oh. everybody's from New Zealand <laughs> he, and, uh, going I, international 
I'm and blown big, away by him. Sorry. Big love to uh, uh, Elizabeth Shue, who we've known for years. Yeah. Uh, she, I, she was in that movie with Nicolas Cage, something about, is it Vegas, something going crazy in Vegas? Or uh, was leaving Las Vegas? Maybe it was Leaving Las Vegas. Yep, yes. Leaving Las Vegas. She, I love Elizabeth Shue. I still can't believe that she's in her 50s. She's just, I mean, she's, she is forever youthful in my brain. She wow. was in Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah. Oh my goodness, yes. She's tremendous as basically the person in charge of Vought Corporation. I love her a lot. Oh, she's, she's so, badass. she's just so badass in that. That's amazing. I love this. And I mean, seriously, it's a fun, it's, like I say, it's a fun show, but it's also a hard R show. Yeah, it is. You see mm. everything. It, it was awkward because, like, <laughs> I was watching an episode and there's nothing dirty going on, maybe some fighting or whatever. And the second my brother walks in through the door, because he's now living with me. Yeah. That's a sex scene. I'm like, oh, I was going to be like, uh, man meat? And he comes in and he's just like, what are you watching? I'm like, I swear to God, it's man not what you meat. think. I'm watching man meat, man meat. Oh, great. Yeah. Uh, but definitely recommended from all of us in here. Mm-hmm. Moving on from that, another news story. Vicky, I know you've been keeping up with Archer and for the last three mm-hmm. seasons, it's been Archer in a coma. Yes. Yeah. So they've been kind of genre bending the entire thing. Which yeah. I love, I know a lot mm-hmm. of Archer fans are, aren't happy with it. I actually love it because where are you going to go after seven or eight years right. with that show anyway? Well, uh, this was actually the 10th season. Which is supposed to be their last season, right? But Whoa. here's the thing. Ten They're going seasons? to do one more season at oh. least. It was announced at San Diego Comic-Con and Archer is coming out of his coma. Well, that's cool. Oh, yeah. Really? So it's going to be coming back to that and I did read an article that stated that it was, it's going to be him dealing with coming back to a, a, a bunch of people and like all of the team who have moved on because he's been in a coma for so long. Wow. Oh, so he, it'll, it'll be years. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know how long, okay. but it'll be long enough for everyone to move on. And then basically everyone's saying, well, we don't really need you anymore. Whoops. And you're going to be more in the way than you're not. You're going to be still Archer because you and, haven't moved on. You've been stuck. It's like being stuck in the snap. And if you actually watch the show and you realize everything that happens, everything is his fault. It's like everything would have gone smoothly had he not been a selfish bad word. <laughs> really. But then and that's, that's why our you boy. that's why you like Archer cuz yeah. it's supposed to be shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I really I've really enjoyed the and of course I love that they're in space. There was a show called Life on Mars and oh, uh, yeah. and he was basically flash it was a show what you thought was a detective show from the 70s and spoiler alert if you haven't seen it it also was a British show that actually featured John Sim who was a, a great master to David Tennant's doctor and um, he uh, basically in the American version that I saw, uh, it turns out that he was on a spaceship the whole time, mm-hmm. and he was just dreaming That's while in suspended right. animation. Yeah. He was never in the 70s. That's right. Uh, and, and and so uh, I, lo- I almost feel like there's a little bit of an homage with this season in Archer 1999. Also, Space 1999 is a great sci-fi show, so I'm sure it's not by accident that they use 1999 as because uh, so, you would have to ask yourself, why would they say Archer 1999? What the hell is that about? Mm-hmm. I do believe it's a nice homage to that old Space 1999 TV show. And Archer Season 10 will be available Available on Hulu, and FX has renewed the season for at least a season 11, which will bring it back. Beyond that, we'll see if uh, they've jumped the shark or whatever the hell that Archer jumps in that show now. Hey, look, Everything. people still right. watch The Simpsons and Family Guy, mm-hmm. even though a lot of people don't. I fall asleep to Archer. Right, I go through phases. Right now, it's Archer for the last like month and a half. 
every time I go to sleep, Archer's on. So I look at it like, look. That's my show. You don't have to watch a show if you don't like it anymore, but if there's enough people that do, why wouldn't they continue to make it? It's animated, which means those voice actors can do it forever, as The Simpsons have proven. Oh, yeah. Again, I don't know why people hate on stuff when it's just like, but other people like it. Even if you don't like it anymore, that's great. Guess what? There's other shows for you to watch. Exactly. And that's one of those things. I mean, Joe, you've said it multiple times. If you don't like it, you can move on. There's plenty of other things. That's right. You don't got to finish things anymore, people. Speaking of which, Joe. Yes. Uh, I found a news story about the fact that the there may be a Krypton spinoff featuring Lobo. Oh, boy. So, oh, boy. I mean. Lobo. We're, yeah, we're just, we're just talking about not crapping on things. But how do you feel about uh, Krypton so far? Well. <laughs> you know, yeah, so be a short I was the one that, by the way, if you remember, I was the one that turned you both onto this show. Yes. Because of how great season one was. I know. And that's, uh, I'm, you know, I find myself, maybe if I binge watch a couple of episodes, but I don't even know how many episodes behind I am now. It's on my DVR. You know, it, two, there are three storylines. Two of them are pretty mediocre, but the one that's good is worth watching. Okay. So that's good enough for me at that point. Okay, so you, it, still, it still grabbed you enough Let to me keep guess. watching. Is it the Brainiac? It's the Brainiac. It's the Brainiac. <laughs> yeah. that's, you know, I'm with you. It's the only one that's worthwhile because the Brainiac actor is a great actor. He's a I love great actor. He has um, the best writing. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's And even the guy that plays Segel, who is Superman's granddad, uh-huh. I mean, he's okay. He was I mean, so much better in season one, but they so wrote his character yeah. into the ground. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that sucks. And, and Sally Zod, uh, you know, whatever her name oh is, you know, the one, the one that's Zod's mom, uh, she was oh, so much yeah. better in season one as well. Yeah, you know yeah. Yeah. You kind of see what they're trying to do with the storyline, which is why the Brainiac one is the only one that really matters, is because he is the big bad guy. Mm-hmm. And you know, Zod was really good as a, as a cool like season ender for season one, but then season two, you know, he's just like some dictator, and you're like, all right, whatever, all right, great, you know. Yeah. But man, Brainiac's character though, he makes everything you know work, flow, make sense, all the characters. But the characters are dumb. The other character, like Adam <laughs> Strange, is just the biggest <laughs> moron in the universe. Yeah, Adam Strange is. I, <laughs> yeah, I. That's why. The, that's why I have a problem with Lobo a little bit because Lobo is supposed to be comedic in his own way. Yeah. But Adam Strange is already offering that stupid comedy, and I think Lobo. It, it, it makes me not want Lobo because I've already got an idiot. I don't need another idiot. It dilutes it a yeah, lot. I yeah, I think Lobo would be better if Adam Strange was not in the picture. Which that's is interesting. Yeah, th- th- that's why it's just like, and there's too much good writing out there. That's the problem. You know, if it was the only show, I'd like, you know, I'd have to deal with it. If this was back when it was just Xena and Hercules, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and that's all you got. That's yeah. all you got. But there's so much out there that you can't have mediocre writing anymore. Moving on from that. We've got Gareth Von Kallenbach with us from Skewed and Reviewed. That is SKNR.net. And now we need to talk a little bit about Netflix. Gareth Von Kallenbach joins us from Skewed and Reviewed. That is SKNR.net. And we were talking a little bit about Netflix. And an interesting thing at this point in time right now is they're kind of hitting some like uh, video game franchises. Yeah, one of the interesting things is, as we've discussed many times in the past, is all of the new streaming services. And there's the, you know, the whole point is you're going to be holding on to your own content or developing your own content rather than sharing with the competition. So one of the things we're hearing is that it's no secret Netflix has been investing heavily, borrowing money to invest in movies, uh, TV shows, original content like that. And one of the things we've been following is that they're very heavily getting into content, which is based on video games. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, so, you know, we all know about The Witcher's know about the Castlevania animated series. Yeah. Um, they've announced The Division, which was originally going to be, um, you know, a theatrical release. So we don't know. All we heard was a Division movie. So we don't know how far it got down the road to a theatrical release before uh, Netflix got involved. I mean, it was always Jake Gyllenhaal's doing a film of The Division, blah, blah, blah. This could have been something early on. Uh, so that's coming. And now we're hearing animated versions of Cuphead, Devil May Cry, and possibly Diablo maybe in the works. Wow. So they, I mean, they're going full in. Yeah, we talked about Henry Cavill as uh, Gerard from uh, Witcher. Uh, the Castlevania, uh, the animated series with that uh, was, I liked it. It was pretty short. It was essentially four episodes that made into a movie. Uh, D- the Division, I really liked the, the, the first game, and I haven't played the second one, but I like that theme in the terms of uh, like a giant post-apocalyptic sort of situation that wrecks every like you know wrecks large cities and they can talk about maybe city to city and going on with that do we have any more details on it or is it just the fact that Jake Gyllenhaal might be involved in it well I think what they're planning on is that we are hearing it is Jake Gyllenhaal involved in it Um, what uh, we are hearing is that they are going to essentially try to follow the storyline of the first game Mm. in that it is the dollar flu that is released over uh, Black Friday, Uh um, you know, wipes out New York City, goes from there. I don't think they're going into the Division 2 or anything like that, where it's in D.C. I think this is all going to be set in around uh, New York. They are going to keep the premise of that it's a special branch of the government that is brought in when all the lawlessness uh, has uh, taken over the city, so many people affected by the plague, and he's basically, uh, you know, heading up the new agent in town, just like the game, the new agent that comes in to try to help uh, reestablish things. That'll be pretty fun, and I love the fact that they're going uh, animated with a couple of them. Uh, Do you, have you heard if uh, the Diablo one would be animated or if it would be live action? Animated is what we're hearing. Now, that one is still a rumor at this point. That might be something that uh, Blizzard pops out at BlizzCon to try to uh, make up for last year. I hate to kick them like that, but I mean, you know, you got to call it as you see it. So that might be the old, you know, hey, we got a new mobile game. Quiet, silence, crickets, crickets. Oh, and there's the Diablo. Yay! TV series. Oh, yeah. And it's like, don't you guys all have cell phones? Why don't you have an issue with that? Maybe, maybe. Well, Maybe don't bring that up. <laughs> that, that was still. There should be T-shirts made. I bet oh, someone's going to be wearing one of those around this year. Uh, now, thinking about this, and just along the lines of like video games that might potentially be fun uh, in terms of like TV shows, and maybe Netflix can kind of go mining with this. I was thinking about Far Cry being kind of a worthwhile series to kind of explore. Yeah, Far Cry would be a really interesting one. The trick with that is I am not sure what the legal rights on Far Cry are. I um, Yeah, I'm going to embarrass myself with this, but I do have my blink and you'll miss me part as a mercenary in the Far Cry <laughs> film that uh, was done by Uwe Boll. Oh, yeah, and, that's right. Um, right. And, you know, and he told me something really interesting. Um, they were telling me that one of the big problems is, and it's not just his movies. If you look at a lot of the others like Doom and Wing Commander and all of this, uh, they they weren't that great. And they said that one of the problems is that people go to get these film rights 
uh, based on video games. And then they come up with all these rules uh, that they have to follow. So, oh, like, essentially, yeah. you're told you can't make it look like the video game. You can't do things that might infringe on possible future game lines. So that's how you get a wing commander where the Kilrathi don't look the same. The ships don't look the same. That's how you get a Doom that doesn't have the right storyline. And then, like, in the case of Far Cry, they said, basically, we were told right at the start, no, no tropical islands. So they were set in islands in the northwest. Uh, you know that was okay. Sure, why not? Uh, you, you you couldn't have the mutants look the same as in the game. They couldn't have the same name. So basically, they were allowed to have the hero's name, one of their characters' name, and the title Far Cry. That's it. That's all they had. And you, you know, it's kind of like well. We can sell it. <laughs> and, you know, it, it did. It, it did exceptionally well overseas, but that's where it is. Now, I, I would think that it's probably sitting in the hands of Ubisoft, and they probably could be sitting there because, you know, they've got the franchises. They've got the division. They've got yeah. um, they've got um, Assassin's Creed. They've got Far Cry. They've got Ghost Recon. Uh, you know, the stuff's sitting there. So I think it's, you know, it's the case of that they're, like a lot of uh, game companies we're hearing, they're getting more involved with any potential um, cinematic version, shall we say, mm-hmm. not just a big screen. There's streaming now. That's I think the fact is streaming's become much more acceptable. It's the yeah. old... The history of a cinematic-released video game movie is pretty iffy. Outside of the, um, <laughs> you know, let's be honest, outside of the Resident Evil films... Most of them have not been boxed off as gold, and I oh, think God, no. it's a lot easier now to say, hey, how about we stream an animated one? How about we stream a series? Yeah. People aren't as demanding about it, and it gives them more flexibility to stretch out the story. They have more control, and I think the streaming companies are a lot more flexible than, say, one of the major film studios saying, oh, you want to put some nudity and violence in it? No problem. Sure, They're not sitting not? here going, oh, if you make it R, we can't, you know, we can't have the teenagers in it and uh, stuff like that. And, I mean, it makes a good sense, too, because you did bring up Assassin's Creed, and on the big screen, that one did a big old floppo. And uh, so it get, tends to reason, hey, man, maybe we should make them, like, sort of, like, small miniseries-type shows and do a little bit more. And even looking at something like The Witcher, it looks like they're going to be leaning heavily into the source material, which I think is something you absolutely need at that end. So it'll be exciting to see where we get with that. Thank you so much, Gareth. Again, Gareth von Kallenbach from Skewed and Reviewed. That is SKNR.net. Get information about TV, movie, all sorts of video games, and, of course, that more at SKNR.net. Thanks, dude. Uh, take care. And now it is time for The Geek Sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, are there movies coming out this week? Yeah, but uh, I think you might as well just go and stay in and watch The Boys. There you go. That boys. Uh, I mean, we do have Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and, Sh- Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, yeah. Calvin and Hobbs. Well, right. I, I'm actually looking forward to yeah. that. Is, how is the world, How is the tomatoes thing uh, about it? As of right now, with 106 total reviews, 71%. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm surprised. I was expecting it to be a lot lower, so that's, I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna, surprised. I, 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 I'm guessing it's going to go at least down to the 60s. Y- you're not surprised? No. It, I'm, it, I, I will, like, by next week, I feel like it mm-hmm. probably will. I would I, not be surprised if it does. Have you seen any of the F8, did you see any of the Fast and Furious movies they've been in? Yeah. You have? You didn't like them? No, I did, but I'm talking about review sake. Like, they never review those movies good. 
Really, that's that's I, kind of a good point. I really though, thought F eight yeah. and those guys actually got some. If I I thought for sure the last two Furious movies actually got good reviews at the box by Tomatoes, but maybe I'm wrong about I that. I didn't watch the last one. That was like with the submarine and oh, like uh, yeah. all the ridiculousness. The last two were just so ridiculously oh, awesome. Yeah. I know that the purists say this isn't racing anymore, which is what the we you know which was the first movies were about. I appreciate that, mm-hmm. but I love Jason Statham. I love The Rock, Dwayne yeah. Johnson. So of course, and they really became great nemesis. Nemesis. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the last two movies. So I figure, like, how can I not love a movie where it's just those guys? Now, looking on Rotten Tomatoes, Fast and Furious, the first uh, Fast and Furious, which was <laughs> which was the 2009 one, so it was like, what, the fourth one or something, only got 29%. See, that's not the one I'm talking and about. And that's the lowest one. F7 and no. F8 I thought were really good. Yeah, Fast and Furious, that one that we've just talked about, is terrible. That's the one where they kill off Michelle Rodriguez, but then she's not dead, even though they had a funeral for her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, the one, the, the fake... <laughs> the fate of the Furious uh, was, was like the first one to bump over sixty percent at sixty-seven. Okay, and, uh, and then Fast and Furious Six, which did have Dwayne Johnson, was seventy percent. Yeah, I mean, but like uh, overall, if you're looking at it I like mathematically, they not all of them have been great. So. I, I, I yeah. love all the ones yeah. where The Rock has been in it, and then Statham was, I think, uh, in the last two, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I love them. And in, in, uh, yeah, they're yeah. fun. They're, yeah. I mean, you you don't go into those movies expecting no. cinematic masterpieces. You expect and explosions. I love, and I love Statham. I mean, <laughs> Statham could do anything. And Furious Seven, the one you were talking about, is the highest ranked one. Eighty one percent. Is that yeah. the one where Paul Walker was still in it? Yes. Yes. Okay, so, that, and that was the first uh, with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Vin Diesel and Paul Walker and Jason Statham. And yeah. I think Paul Walker was digitally recreated At for the, the last end. part of that yep, one. Yeah, it was yeah. his brother that helped with it. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it was, it was so, you know, it was it was good. So, um, yeah. another movie coming out, and this kind of hits our, you know, criteria, but I'm only saying it because it's getting 81% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. It's called The Nightingale. What's oh, this? is it another horror movie? Kind of. It's more of a drama, but it has it's under the thriller category as well. Uh-huh. This can be good. It's set in 1825. Ooh. Claire, a young Irish con- uh, convict woman, chases a British officer through the rugged Tasmanian wilderness, bent on revenge for a terrible act of violence he committed against her family. Huh. And on the way, she enlists the services of a of an I cannot say this Aboriginal tracker yeah, yeah. named Billy, who is also marked by trauma <laughs> from his own violent past. Interesting. And so, what? So, so you're bringing this up because uh, it's kind of historical thriller. Oh, okay. Yeah, drama thriller sort of thing. I yeah. can kind of see that. And I mean, between that and the uh, the the Hobbs and Shaw, not a whole lot of uber geeky no. stuff. Just and go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> I have only heard amazing things about that movie. It's very divisive. I've heard because some people were like. I hate it, but also those person were like, I don't think Pulp Fiction is a great movie either. Uh, so well, like, yeah, forget need, it. Then. I mean, you need to know, like, get out of here, and be fine with Quentin Tarantino exactly. movies mm-hmm. because it's a yeah. Tarantino flick. I haven't disliked any Tarantino movie because I love what he does when he mm-hmm. makes a movie. Exactly. I, so so yeah, I, I'm, I know I'm going to love this. And we got one more. Yep. Uh, them that follow, sixty three percent. Another yeah. thriller. Okay. Yeah. I, yes. Them that follow. Is yep. it about zombies? No. Oh. It feels like it should be. Yeah, right? Or no. some sort of sci fi weird it's thing. It's actually more about God. Oh, and uh, that pastor's follow. daughter. Oh. Oh. See, I thought it had to be logged into Twitter. And snakes. <laughs> snakes are involved. Snakes? Ooh. Death dealing snakes. Ooh, whoa. Okay. All right, All right Is then. Samuel L. Jackson in this? No. <laughs> well, I'm until next time, guys. Snakes in the pew. <laughs> Stay nerdy.
Geek wants to come out and play. But where to go? Join Vernon Wells, the ultimate club where you and your fellow geeks can hang out, play games, and just nerd out 24-7. Whether you love RPGs, video games, or are just a major fan of sci-fi and geek culture, Vernon Wells has something for everyone. Let your geek flag fly at Vernon Wells. Sign up today and see for yourself. VNW.club. That's VNW.club. 